Welcome to the Drive Time News Blast. 30 minutes, 45 commercial-free minutes for patrons. Jam-packed with news of the day from a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice, this is Monica Perez. And I'm Brad Binkley. Congress has drawn up and is now debating articles of impeachment against Donald Trump, which would make him a historical figure in that he would be the first and only so far president to be impeached twice And it is a crock from top to bottom. And I want to unpack all that. But first, I would like to give a nod to Binkley, who said all last week, every single person talking about the Capitol, the they were demonstrations, really. They weren't even protests. They were called protests and they were called mobs and they were called riots. Then they called uh, terrorists. Yeah, domestic terrorists. Trump was inciting them to riot. But the word that kept coming up that you highlighted, Binkley, was insurrection. It's like they got a memo to say insurrection. And low, low insurrection is the linchpin of not only the impeachment articles, but the fact that they are continuing to pursue these, even though it came out today that there is no way a trial could even begin before the inauguration. So... You want me to unpack that for you or you want to make a little interjection? I want to point out one thing. To me, this shows clear collusion between social media, the news media and government. They talk about the media being or social media being private industry so they can do whatever they want. This here, when you see this word, which started, I saw this. It was definitive. One day they weren't using it. Then suddenly I'm hearing it on CNN, MSNBC. I'm seeing it on Facebook. I'm here. It was a clearly a memo went out and clearly all of these groups were coordinating. There's no division between government and these big companies. Colbert, right? Colbert. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a, such a fantastic point. That's really the one of the proofs in the pudding. And it's so obvious that even if what I know to be true and have researched and um, lots of dots there to connect about the the military and the book I'm reading, the military history of big tech military intelligence, even if that weren't provable right now, they are obviously colluding to both corral and suppress our First Amendment rights from every one of them is under attack. That's a fantastic point. So the so it ends up that in the 14th Amendment, Section three, which 14th Amendment was a Reconstruction era amendment. There were three of them. Very sketchy way. These ones were passed, by the way. Some people don't recognize them as valid. I think the 14th Amendment's OK. I like a lot of things about it. One of the things in it, though, is that anyone who is involved in insurrection against the United States cannot hold an office of honor. So if so, the, just being impeached does not prevent you from holding that office being convicted of impeachment does actually prevent you from holding those high offices and insurrection uh, being convicted of insurrection even if it was separate from an impeachment process would stop trump for example from holding a future high office so i don't even think he wants to hold a future high office but this is the reason they are claiming or i should say this is obviously the reason the only rational reason for them to be pursuing this. I think the actual reason is to provoke people, but but they would say, if you press to the Democrats for a rational argument, they would say he has to be stopped from holding office again. So th- 
to them, that distant possibility, which really doesn't seem like much of a possibility, is more important than causing more division and potential, quote, riots in the, in the near future, because this is more likely, like I think you're alluding to, to cause people to get mad and go do something than not impeaching him. is. If they were to actually impeach him and go through, that's going to really, if there's people on the fringe, this is something that's going to set them off. And there's simply no urgency whatsoever in getting him impeached because although the impeachment element, which is Article 1, Section 3, Clauses 6 and 7, state that the Senate has the right to try someone who is impeached and that the remedy is for it or the punishments can be only limited to removal of office and disbarment from future high office. So there's no purpose at all in removing him from office since the trial won't start till after he has left office. So it would just be for disbarment from future office. However, if you go to the 14th Amendment, if you just convicted him separately, I have to reread the the actual text of that. But if you convicted him separately, he would also be disbarred from future running. So it doesn't have to be through the impeachment process. And then if you wanted to know just the other places where impeachment comes up in the Constitution, in this, uh, Article 1, Section 2, Clause 5, Congress has the sole power of impeachment. Impeachment is deciding whether or not they go to trial. Senate has the trial. Congress decides whether or not he goes to trial. And then Article 2, Section 4 basically just says who can be impeached and why. It's the president, the vice president, all civil officers of the United States. If they are convicted, uh, they may be removed from office if they're convicted of tri- treason, bribery, and other high crimes and misdemeanors. So those that's where it appears. And after I while I check and make sure that I'm right about this 14th Amendment nuance, then I'll just read you (laughs) all the pile of steaming dog crap that's in the actual articles of impeachment. (laughs) What's up, guys? With such uncertainty in the world right now, the best way to have true security is by growing your own food. And Neighbors Feed and Seed in Smyrna, Georgia, they got you covered. They offer garden supplies, vegetable plants, chicken feed, bird feed, farm supply, everything your garden or farm needs. They even host a farmer's market on Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And right now, for Propaganda Report listeners only, they're offering 10% off of all online purchases at NeighborsFeedandSeed.com. Just type in coupon code PROP, P-R-O-P, all caps, upon checkout. And if you have any questions, give them a call at 678 678- Six five three eight eight three eight. I have to say that after our interview last night, Neighbors is definitely going to be my go-to for learning how to live off the land, even even more so. It's really totally. diving in. That, that interview, we talked to Ice Age Farmer last night, and we're going to put that up. We're going to do early release for patrons, including video, but we'll put it in the DNB feed on Friday. That was the most inspiring it wasn't like frou-frou. It was just, I, I, I woke up thinking, first of all, my fish are absolute slackers because they should be growing my lettuce for me. <laughs> you know, I, he, he has a setup where his fish tank just, all the crap that's in the fish tank that keeps killing my fish, which I finally got under control because I freaking vacuum it out every single week. He's like, no, 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 that is the stuff of life. And I said, oh, wow, because where I throw it, all the grass started growing back. And he's like, yes, that's how it works. So I am not doing that yet because I live in a rental house, but... 
beyond that, I just woke up thinking, you know what? I told him the story of how a, t- a potato actually rolled into the dirt and started growing. Like if I could, I think I'm just going to throw potatoes in my <laughs> dirt. And you know what I mean? I got to do yeah. something. And it was just great. It was very empowering. I just, that was, and he's such a lovely guy. And he got taken down from Twitter yesterday for being, because ends up food, food truth is bannable on Twitter. He said he knew it. He knew it was coming. He is really blew my mind. Yeah, that guy. it was great. And he was a suggestion when we asked people who they wanted to hear. He was one of them. So, uh, so yeah, the thing with the uh, 14th Amendment is if you are, if you engage in insurrection or rebellion while being an officer of the United States, you can't hold office again unless Congress, a majority of Congress, supermajority, removes the disability. But so... So he does not have to be impeached for this 14th Amendment um, problem to apply to him. And or they could just pass a law that says Donald Trump is not allowed to serve. I mean, you can do stuff like that, but maybe not. Maybe not. That might be tricky Uh, anyway. But the 14th Amendment will serve them. They don't have to do it this week. Furthermore, and an impeachment makes no sense because obviously it's meant to remove people from sitting office. I mean, that's what it's meant for. Yeah. And and the 14th Amendment makes that, I think, solves the problem. So they're just jerks, I guess, is how the upshot here. I would like well, to... Well, the lasting up. impact of that, too, is going to really damage for the free speech, First Amendment, because if you can go give a speech and it could lead to you being impeached as a president to where you can't run for office in the future, apply that across the board to just regular population. If you say similar. Wow. That's so interesting that you should point that out because the opposite is the spirit of the constitution. It's in the constitution that you cannot detain, um, that you cannot prosecute a Senator even, or a Congressman too, I think even for lying within the confines of the Capitol. So when Harry Reid was spewing nonsense against Mitt Romney, and again, I defended Mitt Romney, even though he's the lowest former rhino, (laughs) in my opinion, that Harry Reid was, I think he was absolutely lying about him. And and that's when I discovered that he, there would never be any repercussions because you're allowed to lie. (laughs) Can you believe that crap? So they are actually constitutionally protected. I believe it's in the Constitution. I I could be wrong about that. I know it's in the Constitution that you can't detain somebody who is in Congress, headed towards Congress. So when like they were frisking Rand Paul at the airport, he was like, you are not allowed to do that. But this, I'm not sure if it was a later law or what, but they're allowed to lie. And he's not allowed to make a public speech with perhaps ambiguous interpretation, but they have quotes of it in the articles of impeachment. I don't want to milk the topic, but I think it's worth rattling this off. And I think you'll have something to say about it. Yeah, let's hear it. Okay. So he says, it says in this articles of impeachment shortly before the joint session commenced to, this is referring to certifying the electoral college. President Trump addressed a crowd at the ellipse in Washington, D.C. and kept saying we were at the ellipse in the background of her videos. You can hear him talking uh, there. He reiterated false claims that we won this election and we won it by a landslide. I think they did win, but I don't know if it was landslide. He also willfully made statements that in context encouraged and foreseeably resulted in lawless action at the Capitol, such as, quote, 
So they took that whole speech and this is what they got it down to. If you don't fight like hell, you're not going to have a country anymore. Now, of course, the reason they said it had to be taken in context is because those jerks say stuff like that constantly to the point where Jane Sikowski said, if you're in a wheelchair, please step up so that we can knock you. You can provoke someone to knock you out of it. Like this is incitement. One of the major themes of the John Ossoff and Warnock campaigns was your life depends on this election. Your life depends on it. Wow. That is what's driving these people, too. It's or it's the life of children, abortion or pedos like that's that's what has got people up there with uh, in superhuman courage. Okay, thus incited by President Trump, members of the crowd he had addressed in an attempt to, among other objections, interfere with the joint session, solemn constitutional duty to certify the results of the 2020 uh presidential election and before i finish what they say the crowd did we must reiterate that what they interfered with was not the certification of the election but the objections to the certification that is what was happening this is nonsense they sabotage an effort to overturn the election that we were acutely involved in in our interviews of Garland waiting at the edge of our seat as we we were hoping for those three days or for some kind of delay for the 10 days because he has a legitimate suit in Georgia about sworn affidavits by poll workers of ballots that appeared to be inauthentic in three different ways. So we were waiting for that moment to give the extra time to let the process play out. And that quote mob who did or did not do what they were said to do, destroyed any possible chance. And I mean that. I do not think there is any possible chance now to to examine and verify that there was enough fraud to revisit the veracity of the electorate, the certified electoral because, votes. yeah, nobody will touch it now because of what is happening to anybody who brought it up, brought up fraud. Let's talk about that, the big chill, after I finish reading this, because you're going to have more to say. It says they uh, unlawfully breached and vandalized the Capitol, injured and killed law enforcement personnel. See, they had to have those token deaths for these reasons, because those are the flashpoints. Those are the talking points. Those are the faces. Uh, men, you know, they can say it's deadly. Words are deadly. Menaced members of Congress who were carrying onto their desk with no sign of danger in any direction. The vice president and congressional personnel and engaged in other violent, deadly, destructive and seditious acts. President Trump's conduct followed his prior efforts to subvert and obstruct the certification of the results, including a call to Georgia Secretary of State Raffensperger to, quote, the only thing in quote here is find <laughs> the rest is not even in quote enough votes to overturn the Georgia presidential election results and threaten Secretary Raffensperger if he failed to do so. Wait, so cetera, that one hour conversation he had, they pulled out those three or four words. One word. One word. <laughs> one word is in quotes there. One word. <laughs> One word. And I mean, anyone listening knows that I think Trump is a is an actor, but this is complete bull. Ever since getting to know the people and products at True Hemp Science, I have made CBD products a highly rewarding part of my life. From muscle rub to body lotion to CBD oil and my absolute favorite gluten-free brownies, I have incorporated CBD products into my own approach to personal well-being. 
To find out more about CBD products in general and True Hemp Science products in particular, including their latest offering of gummies, check out their website and request a free personal consultation at truehempscience.com slash prop report. So, yeah, let's talk about what happens when you talk about this, because first of all, not just talk about so we can look at the entire First Amendment and talk about free speech, assembly, petition, religion has already been quashed, all that stuff. <clears throat> and friends and foe alike. Another thing you absolutely nailed, nailed. Friends and foe alike are telling us not to go to the Capitol on Inauguration Day. There's 20,000 National Guardsmen there, Airbnb suspended service there. They do not want people going. And when they first had that call to action to go to the Capitol January 6th, I and we had somebody ask us what we thought. I was like, I can't tell someone not to exercise their First Amendment, right? I mean, that's what they want us to do. And you said, and this isn't, really like you you say usually say watch yourself don't be provoked but you said don't go so i thought i mean you are absolutely right now people are saying that up the wazoo and uh, but that's a self-chilling thing so the the we are being intimidated into not exercising our first amendment rights we're being intimidated and they're right we are being bullied we're being threatened we are being suppressed and it's i mean anyone who thinks that this isn't how it was supposed to unfold really has to listen to the show more yeah you know i think if somebody wants to do some sort of protest then while it's not going to get as much attention you choose a place that's so far away from where that action is going and you document it you live stream it or you, or you film it and you do it right so you don't put yourself where all that action is that is being set up to make patsies out of the people who are going there. Because that's what they're I, trying to do. I don't even know if that would work. I mean, the the, the way they're doxing people on Facebook. Thank God we that's didn't true. those yeah. videos up. I feel so bad. And those videos really... Here's the f- messed up part about the them doxing people out of the pictures and the videos for peaceful protest. Is that those... It made us not post the videos that we had of it. Yeah. Because we wanted to protect the peaceful people who were in that. Which means that we cannot provide evidence of innocent, peaceful people to counter the BS MSM main uh, narratives. Yeah, and it's they do all, have people sleuthing yeah. the internet to just try and find anybody they can identify and then contact their work and, and try and shame them and bully them out of a job or socially ostracize them. I'm convinced more and more that the reason the election fraud, this was one of the puzzle pieces of the puzzle. Why was the election fraud so obvious? And it is enough of a reason for me to look at this and say they just wanted to either trigger people for real or give plausibility to the narrative that people were driven this far. And another thing that I feel like was feeding right into their ability to to foster this narrative was all the BLM protests, all the protests, um, the Chaz thing, everything that happened in 2020 was not only modeling this behavior, but it was getting people geared up for the fact that this behavior is the new normal. It's possible to look at Republicans and say, you never would have done this before. Trump drove you to it. And this is the new normal. So now we believe it. If they had just done it out of nowhere without all this, because we wondered, like, why of all things, there's COVID and BLM protests. Like, why? And I had always said they can't get the Republicans to behave that way because that's not their thing. The opposite is their thing. But yeah. they could get the the people who they triggered all in 2020 to take to take make the first move and that's you said earlier why we thought that that the election day scenario would have been the opposite 
Yeah, they needed this incident to happen so that it would be believable that Trump supporters do engage in these types of riots. Like previously, the thinking was, like you said, well, the boards on the businesses on Election Day are for the the liberals that are going to go crazy. The Republicans aren't going to go crazy. But now they have this example that they can blast everywhere to say, now, these are the domestic terrorists. And the provocation is so extreme. Like, think of how provocative and still I don't believe it. And and uh, the reason I don't believe it is that all the evidence I see to support the mainstream media narrative of an insurrectionist mob is looks bogus to me. And all the video that I've seen to support a peaceful mob looks exactly like all of my personal experiences and come from trusted sources. Yeah, there's probably never been more provocateur agent provocateurs in one place in one time at any point in history. It's almost was. like like they didn't even provoke anything is that they themselves were the only ones who did anything because a provocateur is supposed to trigger everybody to go bananas. So Nita in the Iran thing and Babbitt here, but I don't even think they sparked anything. I mean, everybody we know is on the bus on schedule. (laughs) Even the people who got arrested and shot in the head. Those those were the people on our Rockfin interview. They were on the bus. They were like, it was rubber bullets, right? Yeah. uh, Sorry. Yes, that was extravagant. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes, and it it, it was a rubber bullet, and it made him bleed. Sorry, somebody got, we know got hit with inter- a rubber bullet. <laughs> you got to hear the interview. It's a rocking yeah. thing. But uh, so, so what? What was I didn't hear this? What about election deniers in Georgia? This is from the AJC today. Election deniers in state senate stripped of chairmanships, and this is the first. This is how the article starts. It's payback time. The Republican in the AJC? Yeah. The God, Republican trash. rift in the state Senate came to a head Tuesday when Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan demoted three Republican senators who have backed attempts to overturn the presidential vote in Georgia over baseless allegations of irregularities. And they said that State Senator Brandon Beach of Alpharetta Matt Brass of Noonan and Burt Jones of Jackson were sapped of their political influence on the second day of the winter session. What? Can you read the first part again? Yeah. It's payback time. The Republican rift in the state Senate came to a head Tuesday when Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan demoted three Republican senators who have backed attempts to overturn the presidential vote in Georgia over baseless allegations of irregularities. So their baseless allegations of irregularities is resulting in them being kicked off or silenced? They are. They have had their political influence stripped. Here's what they got taken away. Duncan stripped Beach of his chairmanship of the Transportation Committee, while Jones will no longer lead the Insurance and Labor Committee, and neither will serve as even a rank and file member on the two panel on the two panels they once led. That is crazy. That is crazy because in Georgia, of all places. There is a totally valid suit going on. And now I'm super worried that Garland, who's already, I think, been through before a couple of judges who kicked the can, that where he ends up, this final evaluation of the evidence, they're going to say there isn't enough evidence to compel the the forensic examination of these ballots in light of the damage that would be done and the fact that no benefit would accrue. They'll say... Because the Georgia's electors aren't enough. But if every state has the same attitude, like our electors aren't enough, then every state could quash these kind of actions. 
So you really can't have that. You know, that would be something that a judge should never fall for. But I, I bet you that's what they tell him. Makes me sick. Yeah, it's crazy when you have legitimate evidence here that nobody's hearing because they're terrified of it. And then you see the people that actually stood up to try and get it heard. Get well, smacked down. Leffler crumbled and people are giving her a hard time. I totally understand why they are. And uh, as a, a friend of ours pointed out. Up until the minute she lost the election, she was all about, I will save Trump if you reelect me. And then the second she lost, she caved completely. I personally feel like she had absolutely no choice. There's just no who knows. I mean, from a personal perspective. So did anyone really expect her to be Louis McFadden and, you know, die for the cause? No. So she she just I I doubt if she had her druthers, she would have she probably would have liked to have done the right thing but i i'm sure there was intimidation well her history is working with the WNBA, and she was already getting a lot of a lot of junk for even running or supporting trump and if she were to continue with this she's got a a backlash uh, you know directly related to her income and she's very wealthy anyway but (laughs) as political as sports teams are that well, prestige, everything, her own personal. See, her wealth is from her husband. So this gives her face, you know? Yeah. But the NBA is so political. I don't know about the WNBA, if it's totally under the thumb, because I, I know they do have a powerful woman who runs it. Who's it is. They like, just don't have much of an audience. No, that I know. But I'm not... Saying anything about the WNBA, I know nothing about it. But the NBA, except for that they have the person who runs it is good. The NBA is so insanely political that there's if if they are really one under the other, there's no way she would have any place there if they had anything to say about it. Man. Holy cannoli, that has just been. So uh, a couple of things that I know we wanted to talk about yesterday, but we didn't get to. Who who did Trump give? Trump was giving out the Medals of Freedom. I noticed that. And did you tell me that somebody refused it? Yeah, Bill Belichick. Oh. He declined the Presidential Medal, Medal of Freedom offer wow. from Trump. And he cited the tragic events of last week as leading to his decision. He's a football guy. He's a what? Who is he? You know who Bill Belichick is? Bill Belichick. I don't follow sports. At least I know it's a sports guy because it's in the black zone in my head where there's nothing can get out. He's the hated coach of the New England Patriots. Him and before Tom Brady went down to Tampa Bay. He was the deflate gate guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I should know that. Yeah, they I'm hate him because they, he used to get a lot of flack on TV because he was a Trump guy, or at least he seemed to be a Trump guy. So oh, they yeah, already yeah. hated him. I do. I remember a lot of the details of the stories, but I'm telling you, you put sports stuff in my brain and it like it opens a door and it walks through the door and the door is like an elevator shaft with no elevator in it. It's just it's crazy. You love math so much and sports has a lot to do with math. I could I liked I used to love to watch playoff hockey. That's just like geometry and action. But all the names are the same there. That's why I thought Amy Klobuchar was a hockey player. Yeah. yeah <laughs> they, all like. the, they all have the same names. But um, and the hockey players are so cute. That's something else again. I can remember that. Is Belichick cute? 
I don't know if I'd call him cute. Maybe when he was younger. I'm just saying he didn't catch my eye. So there's no room for him in my non-sports <laughs> black hole. So, uh, okay. And the last thing I wanted to know in, in the censorship stuff, censorship black hole, uh, things are just getting memory hold left and right. Um, the, you were telling me and other people have told me that Cumulus sent out a memo about, I, th- shall I, do you have yeah. Andy or you want me to tell you what I think it's a? Cumulus had told its conservative talk show host to stop talking about the stolen election. I mean, how is that? Like, wake up, people. <laughs> that's not the first memo that's ever gone out. I can tell you yeah. that much. I never saw a memo, though, at WSB, to be honest with you. There was yeah. only one, one time ever in eight and a half years that they said, please do not mention this personal problem that someone in our community has. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. 100% and one thing in eight and a half years, and it was completely justifiable. It was personal. It had absolutely no news value. Right. I can tell you exactly what he said. Cumulus, by the way, is the second largest syndicated radio company in the nation. Yeah, after Clear Channel. Yeah. He said, Brian Phillips is the executive vice president of content for Cumulus. We need to induce national calm now. The company will not tolerate any suggestion that the election has not ended. The election has been resolved and there are no alternate acceptable paths. It was a memo that he sent out. He said, if you transgress this policy, you can expect to separate from the company immediately. Yeah, I mean... That's crazy. That's censorship, and it's a private company, and that's fine. However, it's licensed. I can't. I can't just. I. They stopped homesteading of those channels in the '30s in order to suppress free speech. By the way, I mean that is the history of FCC. What do you mean they stopped homesteading? People, there were there were frequencies were out there, and you could just start broadcasting on it. And they wanted people to do it, just like they wanted people to to populate the West. They want its people to farm and kind of own it. So they wanted people to populate it and people would, and you would just, if you could set up something to broadcast on that frequency, it was yours. Then you owned it just like you would own a farm that was unfarmed. And there was a case in court where somebody was saying some political thing or had an opinion that was undesirable. And the judge said, we, there's no place for that trash. We need to start curating who and who does not get to, own these airwaves by putting out licenses. Mark Warner, look into his history too, as a, that's a separate story, but he's a piece of crap. Anyway, these guys, they, if you're keeping me from using God's given airwaves, then, then you should have to, because of a license, that's why, that's why grocery stores, you, you can hand out campaign flyers even if the grocery store doesn't like it because they're using the government to secure their property. Same thing here. And that's why I object to Twitter. They use patent protection and everything to suppress my stuff or WordPress. I mean, I've never had a lawyer. I've asked a lot of lawyers and nobody really specializes in that who I know. But anybody who does, I mean, I'm happy that we should talk to them on, on the air. You got a lawyer? We'll talk about it. I wanted to, I have a shout out. And a couple of other housekeeping items. All right. All right. So 
Yesterday, we forgot to share the show. So please share the show. And we've really stepped up the pace. There's a lot going on. We think that there's something in it for anybody who's interested in the truth. There's probably a little kernel of truth in this that they would be interested in. Have a great shout out for Legit Bat Podcast. These are patron saints of ours. They had me and Charlie Robinson on. Binkley couldn't make it, but it was even it was a less fun and lively conversation because Binkley wasn't there. It was quite serious, which I think disappointed our host. But it was very well worth listening to I have to say I mean you know Charlie goes deep and that was fun and interesting that's a legit bat podcast thank you very much guys for having uh, inviting us on to that show and here's another thing so I've been in a bit of a panic because people I know and love are getting taken down from Twitter I've gotten taken down from WordPress we lost WSB um, strikes on YouTube all of that stuff now we Continue to use big tech platforms, Patreon, all that kind of stuff, Libsyn. That's just what we do. It's not going to last forever. And we have to start making some changes. And I've always been intimidated because it's a lot of time and effort, stuff I don't understand, and it's going to be money too. So, but we have to. There's no, when I started realizing how like ways I was trying to communicate with people and get stuff out were just disappearing in an instant, I realized that we got to start doing this. We built this beautiful like Twitter-esque platform on the com just for this purpose. It is still functioning, but I really don't have anybody to run it. It, it glitches out. It was custom made. So I've got to kind of get this stuff under control. Binkley does all the producing, all the equipment stuff. You can, you can see it's a lot of work. And we did try to finance it entirely through providing extra content through Patreon. People love that. It is definitely you get what you pay for and more. And then we thought to to help support us with all the effort for the free stuff, which is most of the effort. We are uh, try to get commercials and we have tried dozens of applications for, you know, ads come up and we apply for them or on every system that will take us. And except for like Ground News and My Bucky, which are a little, you know, they are free thinking sites. Absolutely no one has accepted it except for people who know us and love us. Listeners, people who want to support the show, they will become sponsors. We've got neighbors, we've got um, True Hemp Science. We have our friends at LibertyGear.net, MRIDye.com, The Rye Guys. We've had Wisdom Prince, Brush Fire. All those people are people who listen to our show and just want to support us. But it's not going to be enough. We absolutely have to accept some donations and solicit them. If you don't like Patreon, but you do want the extra content, you can contact us. If you just want to make a one-time donation for our new efforts, you can contribute by PayPal. So, Binkley, I don't think people can just email our email account and get right to the PayPal. Should we just have people Gmail us and then you'll tell them how to get Patreon content without Patreon or contribute through PayPal? Is that the best way to go? Yeah, I can tell them how to contribute through PayPal. There's also a PayPal button on our website, and I also include but the our PayPal. buttons. I include the links in every show. Okay, because our PayPal button on the UR the the propreport.com, There's something wrong with the buttons. I'm working on it, but okay. it's a little problem. Yeah, that I just we had a we had a problem there, but I am absolutely on it. I know I've always said that, but. Now we're really changing a lot. We're going to move to private servers and everything like that. It shouldn't crash anymore like it had been, but it'll really not crash once we make the big move. But 
so if you want to find the PayPal button in the show notes, or you can to find out how to uh, work something out custom, you can email us at the propaganda report podcast at gmail.com. Because really, Binkley and I, it's got, it gotten to the point where it's like a full time job each. And we have to, we, 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 it, it just has to support itself. There's no two ways about it. So now is the time. Agreed. And, and actually, to tell you the truth, now is the time you're, you're going to need it the most because people uh, are being suppressed. Like it's hard to get. Look, when you hear Cumulus say you cannot talk about this stuff, our goal in this show was to be an alternative to that kind of radio. And I think we've accomplished that goal, but nobody wants to advertise when you're still talking about stuff that even Cumulus won't touch. And another thing I wanted to say, this is the last thing I'll say, honestly, and then we'll go to the patron 15 and let her hair down, is that the propreport.com has a thing called the press pool. If you register there, you can help us get stories that are not covered by the mainstream media. Uh, we just put the headlines there. It's like a mini Twitter. Other people who are registered and logged in can comment on that. And we're going to start pulling articles from there. That would be very helpful. A great way to connect and kind of move away from the big tech platforms. And, as, and once it gets onto the private servers and everything, it'll be at least get us through this stage of the game, who knows what the next stage will bring. And for the uh, patron 15, I'm out of breath. So it's all you, Binkley. Well, in the patron 15, I'll tell you about a husband on a leash in Quebec and what happened with this, this poor man. Oh, he didn't. Okay. Well, yeah, I'll tell you. I thought the maybe 15. he was into it. <laughs> I don't right. know. Maybe he is. Maybe he isn't. We'll find well, out in the patron 15. That's why you have to earmuff the kids in the patron 15. Yes, it is. It's because we do bring stories like that from time to time. You guys can find your drive time news blast every weekday afternoon at thepropreport.com or your favorite podcasting platform with the Propaganda Report podcast feed. If you want access to that extra content that we post every time we post a DMB, go to patreon.com slash propaganda report and become a patron. We also do the virtual parties that we were talking about, and you can find our deep dive podcast, our video podcast on rockfin.com. Check that out as well. We will talk to you guys tomorrow or in the patron 15. Have a fantastic rest of your day. 